You're listening to One Funny Morning. Watch us live Monday through Friday at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Facebook. Good morning, Abby, Abby, Abby. Oh, it's a morning today. I was going to be so early today, and then I lost my phone. And I didn't, I, I kind of brushed my hair. So you get what you get. All right? These are, these are hard times, <laughs> everybody. There's a lot happening in my face. Whatever. It's a few days till Christmas, everyone. It's a beautiful time. Um, It's a beautiful day. Good morning. Good morning, Wendy. It's a beautiful day today. Lots of things happening. Stop. How pretty you look today. Carol, your eyesight is going. That's so nice of you to say that, even though it's not true. Um... So, uh, things are coming along over here. Happy hump day, says Fuka. That's not her first name. Mm -hmm. Anthony, good morning. So, I have a ridiculous amount of cardboard boxes. Girl, because of everything that's been ordered in the last few weeks. And so... I currently have a ridiculous, I'm gonna walk over here uh, because I wanna see they're barking and I wanna see if the trash men are here. Come here, I wanted to show everybody your face. They're not, come here boobs. Come here boobies. Come here. Come here, let's, let's put you on, we're gonna call the booby seat. It's the hot seat, also known as the booby seat. Come here boobs, come here. Come here. So yesterday, so yesterday or the day before, I um, I was doing a cameo, and Boob was in it. Sit down. You were just sitting down, and then I lost the phone. Sit down. Sit down. You were just trying to sit on the couch. She was just sitting here, and I couldn't find the phone. What are you doing? Sit down. <laughs> okay. Just so you know, she was just sitting here, and she was fine. And now she's going to do this. Boop. It's because she knows you guys are here. She knows she's on camera. Boop. Sit down. Okay. We'll do it this way. She's like, well, this is awkward. Can you sit down? Because you were just sitting really nice. And now you're acting super weird about it. She's like, look how high I am. <laughs> no car. Heather, that's so annoying. Sit down, boobs. Boobs. Boobs, Miko. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I don't. Okay. okay. Just so you know, that dog was just sitting here so nicely. And then I went to turn the camera on. No camera. I left it somewhere in the house. You know what, boob? Anyway, we did a cameo yesterday. Why would you do that in front of everybody? Real embarrassing. 
don't know why you did it. Because you sat here real nice yesterday and this morning. Just like a just like a kid. To make it look like I'm torturing her. She's like, why are you saying that? You know what? So for those of you missed it, yesterday there was a big dog fight. Okay, stop looking her. There's a big dog fight yesterday. Um between Lulu and Ruby over some food that Brooke left in her room. So and no, don't look at me now. No, we're not gonna do it. Um and it was it was a whole thing. And I don't know why I'm telling you that. Sit down and look at the camera. Shakendra, before we went live, she literally was sitting here. It was Anyway, um, good morning, Pat. Absolutely frigid Montana. We are at negative 13 to negative 32 right now. Didn't want to come to work. How could you go to work? Do cars start? I don't even understand what you're saying. Is everybody ready for the incoming weather? It's funny you should say that. Um, because I just heard that there's some awful weather coming through. Let me look. Hey, Sherry, how are you? 10 inches in Minnesota. Maybe blizzard conditions tomorrow. What's happening in the universe? I thought you were talking to Brooke, Carmen. Sometimes I am. She's in the other room. Let's look. Today. Let me just look at this for a minute. The weekend. All right, this weekend. Oh. What? You think we'll get snow? So, right now, it's 31 degrees-ish in New Jersey. I heard we're getting a bomb cyclone snowstorm tomorrow in the Midwest. Um, let's look at the 10 day. So it's like on average 29 to 31 degrees here in New Jersey. Um, a high of 42. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, sounds definitely happening. So today's a high of 42. Tomorrow, 51. What? I can go swimming. Friday, 53. And then something happens. <laughs> and then it goes to 20 degrees on Christmas Eve. They're called in a blockbuster storm in Michigan. I don't even know. Sometimes I feel like that they make up new weather words every once in a while. They're freezing in Wisconsin. Oh my gosh. I do wonder, like... It's 16 in New York currently. What on Christmas stars? I gotta see if they still. I do wonder if, like, let's cross our fingers that replacing all the doors and windows in the house will have some type of benefit in terms of like efficiency. What is happening with my hair? I'm going to the gym later, so I said, forget it. I think we're just gonna call this Gym Wednesdays, and that's where I just show up just ugly. 
similar to Ugly Monday. Whatever. Okay, so I'm not prepared for what I just read. Oh, Cynthia. All the bad weather she has left for 2022. Will they be there through New Year's? Are you talking to me? Mm-hmm. High of negative one tomorrow in Denver, Denver, Kristen. You should leave. You should a big snowstorm just in time for Christmas. 51 on Wednesday, one degree on Thursday. <laughs> what? I don't even know. I feel like if this were colonial times, you know how like we're all like real concerned about like, what are we gonna get Uncle Bob for Christmas? If this were colonial times, we'd be like, Uncle Bob's gonna die. Like, we would be like killing animals and like putting them in a shed for them to dry up for like jerky. Like we would have a lot more concerns. I'm just saying. Sometimes we all get wrapped up we're like, what kind of something, something are we going to buy this person? I'd be like, realistic. Do we have heat? Are we going to die before two days from now? I'm going to be straight up. And please be honest. Uh-huh. But I do my hoops. I'm sure they had hoops in colonial times. It's just, you know, like a bull would have it. And they'd be like, let me put it here. I don't know why bulls have that, that hook. But whatever. Um... If you had to be honest with your colonial self, just this is an honest moment. I want you to really think about it. All right. Um, would you survive? Okay. Now, here are your options. You would be a leader. You would be an explorer finding new lands. You would be surviving, just hanging in the middle. Or you're like, I would be the village whore, as Missy likes to say it, or I'd die. Those are your options, okay? Maybe you could throw in a shop, like I would be a great candle maker. You could be whoever you want in colonial times. But I just, like right now, everybody's like real like worried about Christmas and like the holidays and stuff, stuff, stuff. But I'm just saying, if we had to really get down to basics, I can tell you right now, I would not be a leader. Like I wouldn't be the sheriff. I wouldn't be the mayor. Um, I might, I might be an explorer, but I would die soon unless I knew someone that could make fire. If I had a partner that could make fire, I'd be like, let's do it. I'm willing to go as long as you keep me warm. Okay, which means I'd probably be pregnant all the time, which means I'd probably die. There it is, I'm dead. <laughs> I talked myself into a corner, a colonial corner. <laughs> I just feel like no matter what job a woman had in colonial times and then boom, she'd end up dead. It's like those books, those books, you know, where you could choose your ending, but pretty much in every ending, you're just dead. Mm-hmm. I would survive my son. My son is in the is in the National Guard. I know how to make. I do know how to make bread. Uh huh. But I would not be a happy camper. Is this the organ? It could be anywhere. You could be anywhere. 
the continental U.S. that you wanted to start in your colonial journey? I didn't watch, don't pick up the phone, but I am intrigued. Um, Ray was like, I don't think I'd survive. My colonial stuff would probably made it to 16. That's what I'm saying, Jane. It's like Oregon, the computer game. We all have, all have dysentery. There's a game? I don't have a Christmas tree yet. No, it's in the basement. I'd be a quitter or a witch. No in between. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I'd be like, I have mystical powers. Yep. I'd be by the fire knitting gifts for everybody. Yeah. I would have a loom. <laughs> Melanie's like, village idiot. I'm claiming it. Canned everything. So you would be a good, I'd be friends with you if you knew how to make food. I could, I could run the loom and I could make clothes. Never like colonial things like Williamsburg. Hated it. <laughs> Somebody just said that. I don't know. The new Christmas story is good. I was wondering. I might watch it now. Everybody had some good things to say about it. Yellow fever. Like I was just, and then, so, okay. So let's start. Dysentery, yellow fever. Okay, those sound bad. But just put your period on top of it. And there's no tampons. <laughs> no pads. You just have to go sit in like a, like a mud pile somewhere. I don't know. Like it's, Listen. If we had to go back and somebody's like, we don't have any type of menstrual products for you. I'd be like, I'm out. Just shoot me. Oregon Trail is a game? No. Do you want a loom? I have seven, said Bob. Said nobody ever. <laughs> Why in the world would you have seven looms? That's, I don't even know what you're saying, Bob. Are you looming? Are you a loomer? The game, Oregon Trail. How do you all know this game? I've never heard of it. Hey, Tara. Um, no. No, but I would have a solid, I'd be looking for coffee. <laughs> Donna would open up the little Starbucks coffee shop, you know, on the corner near the jail. I don't know. Um... I could loom leaves together to make pads. There you go. Oh, you're probably not wrong. Um, um, the show agent reminds me of the Oregon Trail. What is this game that you're all playing? What, you never played that in school? No. What? You know, and you find, what do you think you know somebody, you find out they have seven looms in their basement. That game was so much fun. What are we talking about? Let me look. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail game. No. The game is simple and was created to teach school children about the life of a 19th century pioneer on the Oregon Trail. What? Like when Pong was a thing. It's a very popular computer game. Is it? Back in 1971, it was then put on the market in 1974. You get to play the role of a wagon leader and guide your group of chosen settlers from Independence, Missouri to Willamette Valley in Oregon while traveling along the Oregon Trail in 1848. Who thought the 
this was fun. There's a lot of hunting. Using a pixelated pioneer with a gun, you have to purchase bullet. Okay. Okay, listen to me. No one in New Jersey played this game. There's nobody. I can guarantee you. They were like, I'm gonna do what? No. You're able to hide wild animals, deer, elk, bear, bison, squirrels, and rabbits to get food reserves. You're basically timed on how quickly you could type wham, bang, and pow. What? Is this like Batman? Remember, bam, pow, remember? You can shoot as many times as the amount of bullets you purchase or trade in for the settlements. Keeping this in mind, starting off as if it's very necessary to last through the game. The bullets you carry in the wagon is 100 pounds of ammo. While playing the game, people in your party can suddenly fall ill and die with multiple causes. <laughs> Such as snake bites, measles, dysentery, cholera, typhoid, and even just exhaustion. You can die from a simple broken leg. Kids loved it. My wagon always sank. What? Or you could drown a river that you're crossing. <laughs> okay. This was a gate and you couldn't let your food go bad. What are you guys talking about? Your oxen are also likely to illness or death along the journey. This was a game for children. When someone in your party dies, you hold a brief funeral. Of course you would. At the funeral, you're able to write an epitaph, then simply continue on down the trip. Well, I should let Di know. Di, if something happens, I'm gonna write a simple epitaph, have like a two second funeral, and I'm off. Good luck to you, we'll leave you on the side of the road. What? Here's the scoring. Points are awarded according to survivors' remaining possessions, cash in hand, and the profession chosen at the beginning of the game. I think we played this in fourth or fifth grade. What? Banker, carpenter, farmer. The points at the end of the game are doubled if you choose a carpenter and tripled if you choose a farmer. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about right now. You have died of dysentery. There's a t-shirt you can get. I died all the time in sixth grade. <laughs> I don't believe you never heard of this game. I don't believe you guys even played this game. Maybe they wanted to teach kids how good they have. Yeah. I think Candy Crush seems like a little better place mentally for a lot of people. There's literally a shirt with an oxen and a, and a, and a carriage. And it's in, but like, it's in like game, it's in like game font. You're bringing back so many memories for me. Why? Why would you want these memories? It says you have died of dysentery. Listen, if there was a game where I could die of dysentery, I would have played it. I'd have been like, you guys are never going to guess what happened. I was playing Pac-Man. I thought Miss Pac-Man was such a cooler game because she had the bow. And you guys were all dying of dysentery. <laughs> That's the sound I heard when Miss Pac-Man would go die. But I can tell you something. To my knowledge, Miss Pac-Man never had dysentery or cholera or cramps. None of it. It didn't come up because it wasn't real.
I can't imagine if you're playing this game. Like I'd play it like all, right before school started. I'd be like, you guys, I played this back then. I got to level 13. And I probably had a joyful childhood. As far as I can remember, it was fun. Other than when my sister punched me in the face and broke my head. But I can't even imagine. Okay, Laura, if you have that trip, please take a picture and post it and send it to me. Um, I can't even imagine having to come to school, okay, weighing on my soul that on my, before I arrived at school to start a day that I lost most of my group to dysentery and my oxen died and we had a funeral in the morning and now I'm at school. That would, I'm not gonna lie, that would have weighed heavy. <laughs> it seems unnecessary. Oh, you played it at school, even better. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I'm team Miss Pac-Man. How did we get here, Marie? I was talking about how everybody is stressed about the holidays and it was on floppy disk. Okay, okay. I'm gonna ask my sisters if, if they ever played Oregon Trail. Which sister, and do we know this story? Oh, uh, I'll get. I'll let you guess which sister. Um, I don't know if you know this story. Yeah, uh, I did this thing where like we were. I listen. I don't know about you guys, but I hear stories about people growing up. Now let me just let me just put this out there because you're only one of two people in this scenario. Okay, here we go. When I was growing up. We grew up in middle-class America, right in the middle of nowhere. We lived in a development, right? And there was like a development over there, development over there, but like we were in Spring Creek one, you know, and there was a two or maybe we were two and they were one, nobody knew. But there were developments and you could run wild for days, days at a time. My parents, we were latchkey. Kinda, she was like, I don't care. There'll be dinner here around five. You should come home. So like that, it was a very wild day. It was a very feral existence. But I have two sisters, older, younger. And can I tell you now, you are either a fighter or not a fighter, okay? In our house, and it was all girls, there was no hesitation to just full beat each other up, full, just go to town, just right in the face, pull hair, I got spit on, and then I took her face, yeah, like full contact, okay, this might be why my mom had the, had the cat of nine tails, full contact, and there were no boys in our house, so I'm just asking you, when you were growing up, was it full contact? I mean, as we got older, obviously we didn't do it, but when we were younger, we went, we went nuts. Didn't hesitate, <laughs> obviously. We're not, I mean, I punched Michelle last week, it's fine. No, but when we were younger, went to town. And I, I always think it's funny, like, um, 
Like other people were like, no, I never fought with my sister. I was like, okay. <laughs> I always... <laughs> oh, you're an only child. We never did that. Not sure why. Julie, it sounds like you had a very balanced upbringing. I don't know why. We were on a farm and we were busy. Oh, apparently. You're an only child. So you have no idea what it's like to be chased around the house for your life. Tanya, did you guys fight? And then hopefully shut the door in time so you don't get murdered while your mom is at McDonald's. Mm hmm I don't know. Yes, but with eight kids, Lisa. I can't, it's like a gang. You had to pick a side. Yeah, we used to fight hard. I don't know what it is. My sister and I, fists would fly, I'm telling you. Oh, gosh, this is what fight. She's six years old, so used to scratch and pull her hair. Two sisters, two and we were full contact, Jackie, full contact. And now, like, I can't remember, I don't remember a time ever that any of my kids were fighting. Like, fist fighting. But, yeah. Cat of nine tails and ages, uh-huh, oh yeah. My brothers are full, I stayed out of it, you're probably safe. And it's funny, because if there was a boy in the house, I don't think my mom would ever let it happen. All the time, I always won. <laughs> my brother and I did big time. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. It was I was older, I did more hitting than her, yeah. I'm the oldest two brothers, we were always kicking and pulling hair, yeah. I took a shoot of the eye. Yeah, listen, if you haven't had to dodge, what? What did you do? Eight kid, Judy. Whew, there's only three of us. We were full contact. One of nine. Oh my God, the fights. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. And so as you got older, right, because my mom... The minute we'd start fighting, she'd go, and the cat of nine tails, if you don't know what that is, I've talked about it before. She got a belt, and then she cut off the buckle, thank God. And uh, so it's just like a leather strip, folds it in half, gets scissors cut up. So when they hit you, they hit you all at a different time. It was nasty. Anyway, she had it on the fridge. And we'd be fighting and screaming. And she'd be like, don't you make me get the belt. And we were like, uh, okay. <laughs> and, then, and then she'd scream some more. <laughs> and then we'd keep going. And then she goes, that's it. And once she was up, oh, watch out. And then you'd start running, try to hide your butt. No. Uh-huh. My sister broke a hairbrush. Yeah, listen. Listen. No, these were hard times. <laughs> oh yeah, eight of us. Oh, Carvin. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so my, so then what would happen is you, uh, you were getting to the point where you're obviously too old to be fighting, right? So then, if you did fight while your parents weren't home, you you wouldn't tell your parents. You would take your licks or give your licks, and you'd be like, "No, you shut your face." <laughs> <laughs> this never happened. I mean, maybe this is an Italian way. Because, you know, this never happened. Like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's whole thing. Well, anyway, one day, Di was home. And my sister was out to get me. We were doing that thing around the table. And I was tiny. I was a tiny little thing with a big mouth. What? Can you imagine? No. 
I probably should have kept my mouth shut more often, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the thing. So Michelle was bigger than me. She was two years older than me. So I was like, listen, I, I, I clearly won't win by weight. Okay. So what I can do is I can stay spry. Right? So in my mind, I thought I was spry. <laughs> I played the glockenspiel. I don't know what kind of athleticism I was trying to lean into at this particular moment, but I was like, I'm not going to outwork her. I'm going to outsmart her. I didn't. And I apparently watched a lot of Three Stooges. This was apparently my plan. And she went to clock me in the face. And in my mind, I was like, when she goes back to clock me, I'm gonna duck, she's gonna hit the wall. Now, who knew that this was very choreographed in um, the Stooges? <laughs> I haven't seen like behind the scenes or anything, but I know because I forgot the part where you duck and it, it, she was a lot quicker than one would think. And, uh, and the problem is, is I, now in case any of you wanted to try this, this just come from a stunt person. Um, I didn't do this on a flat wall. It was not sitting up against a flat, standing up against a flat wall. I chose to stand where two walls meet you know, like the corner, like I was like, my head was like here. It was a poor choice and I think we all know where this is going. Um, so she went to hit me, I forgot to duck and my head, boom, and it immediately went numb. So I didn't feel anything. And then we started screaming at each other. I was fine. And then I turn around, I go, you are in so much trouble because that's what you say when you're the younger sibling and your older sibling just knocked you out. You just be like, you are in so much trouble right now. And I probably did the neck and I whip my body around real dramatic because my mom's on the toilet. But thank God to this day when she uses the bathroom, leaves the door wide open. So I walk, cause there was like a, there was like a room that was just where the toilet was and then like a room where the vanity was. So I'm in the hallway and I, I said, you are in so much trouble, real dramatic. And then I whip around to my mom and I said, Michelle just hit me. <laughs> and my mom's on a, on a magazine. Yeah, so what? <laughs> I like acting the farts out. <laughs> and then I said, look, I. I think there's a bump right here. And I turned to show her my head. Well, Michelle had already started screaming and I didn't know why, but apparently just blood was gushing out of my head. Uh, this is a great morning story. Good morning. And then I jumped off the toilet, which I thought was dramatic and unnecessary. And she just started screaming, put your head over the sink, put your head over the sink. And I was like, you're really leaning into this scene and I appreciate you, but feels like a lot. And then I looked down and there was just a trail of blood through the house, feel like a murder. And I, I thought she was really concerned about me, but she was mostly concerned because I had put blood on the carpet and she's against that. 
So uh, that's when I got hysterical crying. Um, and then my dad showed up with the cop car and then we hopped in the cop car and I played with all the lights and something happened. There were stitches. I don't know. I got a pain bag. My sister got in a lot of trouble. It was basically the Oregon Trail, but in New Jersey, New Jersey style. Well, like you didn't get dysentery. It's just your sister clocked you in the face. That's called the Jersey Trail. <laughs> Different game, you guys. Different game where somebody shanks you some, or somebody gives you a box of pizzelles. Anything could happen on the Jersey Trail. It's real different. And everybody's like, you got drunk on your way through Wyoming. And now you've settled there. You're not making it to Oregon. I don't know if Wyoming's on the way to Oregon, but in the Jersey Trail, it is. <laughs> and, and that's where you settle. And that's why there's like two guys, there's two Italians in Wyoming because 150 years ago, I don't know if these numbers are right, that's where we landed. Just saying, I think it's pretty close. I think my numbers are good. <laughs> the old Atco Trail. This is specifically the Atco Trail. <laughs> this is different. How old was I? I was little. I was like probably third grade. So I don't know, eight, nine. Listen, and I got a rope. Yep. You should make a computer game out of this. Yeah, no, it was hardcore. I just crack up. Like, I like to, like, it's just funny. Like when people are only children, like there's a certain thing that you don't, you don't get like wanting to just pop somebody in the face that's related to you and you love but they deserved it. Like it's, there's some people like, I totally get that. I love her now, but I did want to, I did want something bad to happen to her. Yeah, it's real weird. It's real weird. And that's how hoops began. I got my hoops on the Jersey Trail. <laughs> oh, stupid. I make coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real fun. Mm -hmm. What did you do? My little brother hit me in the face with a metal pipe and we stood around deciding if we had to tell mom. Crystal, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Sounds like our house grown up. I remember my sister ran straight through the glass door, put her arm through it and blood everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Kim, good to see ya. Uh, yeah, no, they're just growing up. Like there's a moment where your parents are out and you and your siblings have just beat each other up. Something is broken. And then you have to join forces together to decide how are we going to handle this? <laughs> Let's just clean this mess up. Your black eye was from somebody else. This isn't broken. It just disappeared and it was stolen and we'll never tell mom and dad. And that's what brings families together, at least in New Jersey. Very, my brother pressed me, was later, I mean, to lose my spleen, what? Okay, let me go back. Other than the time that my sister broke my head, these were small injuries. Uh, mostly slight embarrassments. Mm-hmm. No, no one ever broke my spleen. Mm-hmm. 
My little brother was playing with matches under my bed. Mm -hmm. I did give Lulu her meds. Thank you, Jen. I forgot yesterday when I was sick and I started the day three times. It was halfway through the day that I realized I hadn't give. My sister put my head through our glass pane front door. That sounds right. There is no look of shock. There's no... Mm-hmm. This is like the I Survive series. Yeah, which path would you take? That's what I said. Yeah. No, no, my kids never fought like this. I don't know if it was just the time. I don't know what it was. To my knowledge, no. That's why it's just so funny. They're like, you know, they're semi-normal young adults. Um... It hit me in the face of the tuba and then ran into it. Yeah, that's what I mean. You were just, you were just thinking back, feel like, what? what? What were we thinking? My brother, Derek, my sister, jump to push him off the bunk bed. She pushed him and broke his arm. That's what I threw a dart at me and it landed in my butt cheek. <laughs> we were playing. I let my sister walk into a Bilko door and chipped her front tooth. My mom was furious that we didn't stop her. She wouldn't, my daughter is an only child. She wouldn't understand. My sister pushed my sister over a coffee date. My brother pushed my sister over a coffee. That's what I mean. My kids learned at a young age to work together against me. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Although I told you, Dean had decided. So they, they would torture each other, but like not on purpose. So Dean had decided at some point that he... Uh, was into parkour. If you're not familiar with parkour, it's when you believe you're some type of fancy gymnast-like person that you could like, like run up, jump off a building, jump off of this thing, land here. It would be, I imagine some people could do it if they were super athletic. He was in musical theater. So you see where this is going. Um, so he would jump around, do all this stuff. And he had, he had some coordination, uh, musical theater kind of. And so jumping around and he would, he would get boxes that were in the garage and he'd jump over them. And this was fun, maybe break something, whatever. So I'm in the house. He comes in the house and he's like, really, mom, 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 everything. He was so dramatic. Surprise, surprise. He's just be like, really, Dean, take it down. Real dramatic all the time. He came in. He was like, mom, I got to tell you something. I said, okay, what? Um, he says, well, I have good news and bad news. I said, okay, what's the good news? Jacqueline can jump over seven boxes. I said, oh, that's great. What's the bad news? She can't jump over eight. I go, Okay. I think she broke her leg. <laughs> I go, for real? Why are you letting her jump over seven and eight boxes? That's what she said she wanted. I go, where's she now? Laying on the floor? <laughs> I said to go pick her up. It's broken. He broke it. Laid her on the chair. Got her some ginger ale. Got her ice pop. Got her put on Gilligan. Anytime any kid would break something, you'd put on Gilligan's eye and put on some old shows, sit him in a chair, get her calm. So I calmed her down. And then I went over, I was rubbing her leg. Like it wasn't a compound fracture, so it wasn't obvious. And then um, while she was what we're watching together, and while we were watching, I just took her leg just a little bit and just moved it, just went. And then she screamed to high heaven as if it had just happened. And I said, oh, we're going to need to, we're 
She's like, where are we going? I said, to the hospital. Your leg's broken. She's like, what? Like that. And it was. Mm -hmm. Dean broke Jacqueline's leg, Natalia's wrist. He almost clocked her with a bat. Then he almost clocked me with a bat. <laughs> so I'd like to take back my answer. Maybe they did play. <laughs> Just mostly Dean breaking things. But so he he was playing soccer with Natalia. I think Natalia had that thing where like, remember that movie Unbreakable with that guy? Bruce Willis was in the movie Unbreakable. It's a good movie. And you just couldn't, you, he couldn't break anything. You couldn't die. And then he met other people who like, there's some people that have that thing where like, if they move a little and it gets a bump, it breaks. They're like super. So I thought Natalia had that because it didn't matter. You could look at her funny. She'd be like, oh, just. So they were playing soccer and she was the goalie and had her hands out like this. Dean hit the ball. And again, musical theater athletic. Boom, hit it, broken. Samuel L. Jackson's in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he broke people's bones by accident. Not on purpose. You know. I don't even know what to make that akin to, but it did seem to happen a lot if Dean was around. <laughs> oh, memories, you guys. So crazy. Mm-hmm. Brittany, I love your last name. Um, anyhow. So, this was, you have died of dysentery. I might have to get this shirt. It's so stupid. <laughs> That's so crazy. Uh-huh. So funny. Um... Anyway, so you probably, let's be honest, you probably have two days of shopping left. And after that, you can't go out on Friday or Saturday. Let's be honest. Like, know who, know where we are at this point. It's not good. This is going to be tough times. Um, Brooke Blizzard, are you going to get up soon? Brooke. Birdie Bird. Bird bones. We call my daughter bird bones. I'm saying there are some kids that they just break stuff. Just all of a sudden, the wind hit them. They're like my arm. I don't know what it is. I think it's, you know, how, do you ever have a kid complain so much where like their wrists or their ankles hurt and it's just those growing pains? It's just like all of a sudden their bones decided to like grow that particular day. Mm -hmm. Did we all buy new bras yet? Listen. You know I'm a big fan. Update your bras. Update your mascaras. You have to. Specifically, don't be the lady with the clunky mascara. Don't be it. This is the time. Because we all hold on to both of those and our underwears too long. This is the time, ladies. Be thinking about it. Do something for yourself. Get some new underwears. And get yourself... Um, 
maybe a bra. It doesn't, it, it, I enjoy a fancy bra. So it could be fancy. Do something, push them up, bring them together, put your scaffolding in, whatever you want. If you're not a bra person, get yourself some pretty panties. Or is die, die wears underwears, okay? So you can wear underwears or you can get a panty. Six, four, intense growing pains. Yeah, bought a new bra like two months ago. Jennifer, don't you feel fancy? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And mascara. In the Toronto. Yeah, Pat, something, something bad's definitely happening on Friday. Unless I have to go to the house by the middle. Good for you. Gift card for Tracy's one, but that's it. That might be the last one. Sports bras only. Carrie, listen to me. You can't buy one pretty bra. A demi. You guys know what a demi is? Just, before we leave, consider a demi, ladies. Demi, it's down here. Now, I don't have big boobs. I don't know if demis work with big boobs. But tiny boob people, a demi is pretty. It comes down like this. I'm just telling you. All right? And I got a robe. That's for my That's so crazy. Time for the underwears. Rogan's having on the oldest bra. The oldest one is 22 years old. That's not okay. That is not. You shouldn't even have boobs for 22 years. Like, you gotta upgrade. You gotta push them up. You gotta do something. I can't. I can't. It's just, this one, you gotta add scaffolding. How, how are you gonna have 22 year old boobs? Well, no, my boobs look great in 22. I guess it's you should have 50 year old boobs. Where the days. All right, I gotta go. Because uh, Brooke isn't helping at all. I have to go now. Um, but have a great day, everybody, and a blessed one. And I hope you get to do your last minute shopping, go get your foods, where we're gonna get. And uh, we'll see you here tomorrow morning, bright and early, for another one funny morning. And, uh, and we're gonna do it. We're gonna make it. Go get some new underwear. It's dummy. You'll love it. All right, I'll see you. Bye.